What's up, everybody? Welcome to Vikings Final Prep Divisional Playoff Round Edition. I am Cy Amundsen, your host. I'm in studio with Chris Corso from TheVikings.com. As we get you all caught up on all the sound you missed this week from the Minnesota Vikings, as we prepare to take on the number one seed, the San Francisco 49ers, on Saturday in the Bay, and the Vikings, Chris, they are seeking multiple. This is a crazy statistic when I saw this. The Vikings are seeking multiple wins in the postseason for the first time since 1988. We haven't had back-to-back playoff wins since 1988. And coincidentally, it was the 87 team. And I know if you've listened to, the, to, to KFAN this week, you have heard this statistic. But it was that 1987 team that accomplished that in the 88 playoffs. 32 years ago, they won a wild card game against the Saints. And then six days later, they beat the number one seed, the San Francisco 49ers. This, for, I, I wasn't, uh, I was a, a wee child in those days, so I can't break down exactly how that went. What I will tell you is the Saints were a good football team. It is my opinion that the 49ers are an incredible football team. I watched them a lot this year. They do a lot of things really well. They're getting healthy at the right time. I think that's a good thing for us because if you beat the king of the mountain, you're heading the right direction. But this this is a very, very good football team that we're going to see on Saturday. Yes, I, what stands out to me is the 29.9 points scored per game. That's second in the league. And how are they doing that? They're doing that with the run, 144.1 yards per game that's right at the top of the league as well the things that Kyle Shanahan is doing with this offense is just absolutely amazing we spoke to Mike Tice earlier in the season I think it was like week four and he said this rushing offense is going to carry them a long way he saw that that early in the season and now now we're here with them and I think and we'll get more into this but I think one of the things they do really really well with the rush game is they do it out of different sets they do it in unique ways they do it when you're not prepared for it and they can gash you with it I mean this is a team that if you watch them throughout the season it's not unusual for them to put 30 yard runs on the board multiple times throughout a game Uh, that being said The Vikings do have a little bit of playoff experience heading into this game. Zimmer's been there. A lot of the guys have been there. They were there just last week, uh, so maybe that can help them out heading into the 49ers' home stadium. Let's hear what the head coach, Mike Zimmer, had to say in terms of that playoff experience and that 49ers' balanced attack. Okay, we're excited to uh, have the opportunity to go to uh, San Francisco and play in the second round of the playoffs. Uh, they're an excellent football team, well coached, um, terrific on both sides of the ball, good on special teams. Uh, we're going to have to go out and play really well to win. Do you feel what happened to Thielen practice yesterday will be anything that limits him much at all in Saturday's game? I don't know. He's questionable. What exactly happened? I don't know. We don't talk about things that happened in practice. Do you feel like there's any anything to the whole experience factor in this game? Well, well, I don't know. I can't speak for their team. I I do feel like um, us being in the NFC Championship game two years ago, uh, we can draw on some things uh, through that course of that process uh, that we had and. Uh, 
you know, one thing is, you know, the number of media that's going to be out on the field uh, before the game. Um, you know, as, as these games continue to get bigger, the distractions become bigger. And, um, and so I think we can draw on that. You know, it's still going out and playing good football. Thielen, was it just sort of a fluke? Somebody steps on him, kind of a weird situation yesterday? I don't know. You, uh, the 49ers and you guys are the two most balanced offense in the league in terms of being close to a 50-50 split run and pass. From a defensive standpoint, I mean, obviously they're good, but the fact that they're so balanced, what kind of challenge does that present? Well, it always presents a challenge, but uh, they do so many good good things uh, offensively, the formations and the rockets and the motions and the shifts and uh, and then the execution, and they got good players. So um, all that enters into a, to a factor. They come up with a different scheme for each team, and uh, so we'll, I'm sure there will be a lot of adjustments being made during the course of the ballgame. That was Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer with his weekly press conference preparing for the game. Didn't give us much on Adam Thielen, uh, which is to be expected, but I think that is one of the main questions on a lot of Viking fan minds. So let's go from the head coach to the injury report. And Chris, where are we currently at? For sure, Cy, wide receiver Adam Thielen has an ankle injury that he suffered this week in practice. He has been listed as questionable for the game. You'll hear a clip later from Thielen. He's pretty positive that he'll be able to play. Safety Jaron Curse was downgraded to out for the game on Friday. He has a toe and knee injury. That was after he was initially listed as doubtful. That is the update on Jaron Curse. Cornerback Mackenzie Alexander was declared out for the game on Thursday. He was also sent to the injured reserve list for the Vikings on Friday. The Vikings activated practice squad defensive back Nate Meters, who you saw a little bit during the preseason. He will be an option at that nickel cornerback position for the Vikings. And some good news for the Vikings, wide receiver Stephon Diggs, after missing the first two days of practice this week with an illness, he was back on Thursday and practicing in full and says he will play in the game. That's the extent of the Vikings injury report. Looking at the 49ers, a big pass rusher, D Ford, with a quad and hamstring injury. He's questionable for the game, as well as another defensive end, Kentavious Street, with a knee injury. He's also questionable. So those are the two players that you'll look out for for the 49ers when that inactive list comes out before the game. And my gut is that D Ford is going to play. And D Ford is a game ruiner. D Ford is a mayhem bringer. Uh, Quan Alexander, I think, will also be out there for them. It's looking like they, they are going to be at absolute full strength. And like you mentioned near the end there, good news for Viking fans. I, I think I think a couple days ago with one wide receiver sick and the other wide receiver with an unknown ankle injury, a lot of people were pretty concerned about the way things could go. But it seems like both of them are hopefully heading the right direction, specifically Diggs, who in the locker room spoke to the media on battling the flu this week, playoff experience, and his respect for Richard Sherman. Shoot away. How you feeling? I'm cool, man. I'm all right. Just kind of a rocky couple days, flu, or what was... Yeah, I was battling? sick. I had the flu. I'm back, though. I'm good. What up? That's all y'all got? I mean, how much 
you know, like, were you able to just dig into the iPad and just do a bunch of film work like Yeah, that? I mean, I had to just take advantage of my time, seeing that I wasn't going to be out there physically. I just had to uh, brush up on what we're seeing, what we're doing, and executing, executing on the little things, you know, seeing that I couldn't be out there. But I got a brush up. Uh, I couldn't be out here walking through with my guys, but I had a little bit of a walkthrough with myself. And then this morning I came in and got some extra work in just as far as, like, uh, making up for lost time. But, I mean, no doubt that we'll see the full Stefan Diggs tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, 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 and no, I'm fine. I'm fine. You'll see me. Wish I didn't want me to play. <laughs> As you size up the 49ers secondary, I mean, they're good. They're, they're definitely a, just all around. They're a great defense. They've been playing some uh, playing some great football all year. They're active. They got some great edge rushers, some great linebackers, some great DBs. So that's definitely going to be another challenge for us. We look forward to it. We're excited. Richard Sherman potentially facing you on the other side. Does that get the juices flowing a little bit? More? Nah, I mean he's he's a, he's been a, uh, one of the best players in our league for a very long time. Got a lot of respect for the guy. Uh, very talented individual, smart. And uh, as far as that competitive juices, I got him regardless. You guys sure you don't want Adam? <laughs> Darren, Darren, based on the body of work that you do and, and what Adam does, can I safely assume even if you weren't 100%, you would be out there just based on the fact that where this team is in the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, even if I was 30%, I'd be out there. I mean, it's football, and it's that time of the year. Nothing's going to be perfect. A lot of guys got bumps and bruises, and I won't let a little, a little flu keep me from the game. Based on how good their front seven is, how do you, I'll yeah. say, help out the running game a little bit by, I don't want to say exploiting the, the defensive backs, but to, to open things up a little bit? You just got to make the extra block. You know, those, those, those runs that could go for three or four could go for eight or nine or even more with the backs that we got. Uh, as far as, like, on the outside, you got to do your job and, you know, make go the extra mile. Do a little extra, extra effort, do whatever you got to do to not only get your man blocked, but maybe throw another one. From your vantage point, how important is... Uh, playoff experience. I know Drew Brees had a ton of it. Jimmy really doesn't have any. How much stock do you really have in playoff experience based on how well that team plays? Um, it's all about executing at a high level. And, you know, playoff football is just a little different than regular season just because, you know, it's the smallest things that are come down to losing a game. So, um, you know, as far as like when it comes to experience, that's, I guess it's all perspective for anybody. If you come out and execute a play at a high level, it wouldn't really matter. But uh, for us, we're just trying to every, every man do his job and, you know, see who come out on top of the end. I know Zim said that uh, Adam is still kind of iffy if he's going to go or not. Yeah, I heard. Based on the kind of competitor he is, can, I, know, man. can I safely assume that wild horses would have to almost keep him out of there? Just based I don't know, on man. Adam might not play. If he said he might not play, you just got to watch the scouting report. You never know these days, huh? I'm still a little iffy. <coughs> That was Stefan Diggs, Viking wide receiver, talking about the flu he's dealt with this week and how he's looking forward to this weekend. And we go from the receiver talking to the receiver they were talking about at the end because Adam Thielen, after the ankle issue, joined Good Morning Football on the NFL Network to discuss said ankle injury and his thoughts on uh, Kirk and Saturday's game versus the 49ers. <laughs> well, we're happy you're here. You're wearing the Go Get It hoodie. You've been crushing it. You did last week. But it wasn't all luck for you, unfortunately. A bit of concerning news for Vikings fans yesterday. You were on the injury report. We hate to see it. A bit of an ankle injury. We're hearing you were limited in practice. Quickly, should we expect you to be able to give it a full go Saturday afternoon against the Niners? 
Yeah, you know how it is. You know, just got uh, got a little tangled up in practice, but uh, I'm gonna do whatever it takes. You know, it's playoffs, so I'm gonna do whatever it takes to be out there on Saturday with my teammates and uh, trying to help this team win. Now let's go back to last week. I think we can officially pronounce you a Saints killer on the show. Last week I said, you're an X-Factor. You crush New Orleans year in, year out, every matchup. And then you had that incredible game, a 43-yard grab against the Saints in overtime. We saw Marshawn Lattimore limp off the field just before that. Take me through that play, and did you know that that one was coming to you? I definitely didn't know for sure uh, when he called the play it was coming to me. Uh, but when I lined up and had press coverage and single high, I, I had a good chance. You know, I, I, I've been around Kirk now for a little bit. Uh, I usually know when he's going to push the launch button. And uh, so I, I was thankful he did and, and gave me a chance. And uh, I mean, what a ball. I mean, it, it could have been in a better place. And I know that's cliche to say, but it, it's the truth. I mean, he, he dang near caught that thing for me. So, uh, you know, he was a, a big time player and, and a big time game. And, uh, I loved his response to it after the game in the locker room, which is pretty fun. We loved it, too. Believe me, we absolutely <laughs> love Kirk uh, pushing the launch button on his catchphrase. What do you guys think about you like that? What do you think about it? Do you guys like you like that? Take us through it. <laughs> I absolutely love it, and I've been waiting for him to use it. Uh, you know, it, it's, uh, it's fun when, when Kirk, you know, lets his emotion out because – uh, you know, I think as a quarterback, he, he tries to be reserved and, and, and be very, uh, you know, even keeled uh, for the most part. Uh, but he, he's an emotional guy. He's a, he's a competitor. Uh, he, he's one of the most com competitive people I've been around. So it's always fun when he lets a little emotion out and uh, gets us fired up. Adam, we talked about it last week. Kevin Stefanski is a mad genius with that offense. You guys are working on all cylinders. But week 16, Monday night game. We saw a Philly special type play. Kirk mm -hmm. did not get the pass. It was an incomplete. Last week, it looked like Stephon Diggs was going to throw another one. Is Stephon Diggs going to finally complete a pass this Let's weekend? Let's go. Take us into the playbook. What's going to happen here? I sure hope so. I mean, we know he can throw it. Uh, he, he's, uh, he's an athletic guy. He's very gifted. And, and uh, like I said last week on the show, you know, he, he completed that ball, I don't know, 15, 20 times before we called it in the, in the Green Bay game. But... Uh, uh, you know, obviously the coaches trust him and, and gave him another opportunity. And, and they also know that uh, if it's not there, that they can trust him to, uh, you know, gain some yards. You know, there was a, a play, um, you know, maybe a few weeks before that where, where he made uh, a lot out of nothing. And, and uh, so that, that's why they trust him to do it. And uh, like I said, he's a gifted guy. Adam, now the 49ers, they have some talented dudes on that secondary. And Richard Sherman is one of those dudes, and some say soon he will be a Hall of Famer, but let's just call it what it is. He's one of the best trash-talking cornerbacks in the game. Mm -hmm. Now, what is it like matching up against him, and what type of challenges does, does he present when you're going up against a guy like Richard Sherman? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a tough matchup because um, he, he, he's so well-rounded. Well you know, he, he's, he's smart, um, he's athletic, he's been doing it a long time, so he just understands what... Um, you know, when we're, when we're in different splits, when we uh, have different stems to our routes, he, he knows why we're doing that and, and probably what we're going to do because of that. So uh, with him, you just have to be, um, you have to really try as, as hard as you can to make everything look the same so he can't uh, start to guess and, and, and educated guesses really uh, of what you're going to do. So um, it's always fun to play against him, have a ton of respect for him. And uh, he's, you know, he's one of those guys that you want to go against because you know it's going to be a battle. Uh, you know it's going to be competitive, and, and it's going to be, at the end of the day, it's going to be 
uh, fun, and the, those are the matchups that you want. That was Vikings' Adam Thielen. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back with more Vikings' final prep. But first, get ready for kickoff all season long with Vikings' blended caribou coffee. 10% of all proceeds go back to the University of Minnesota Masonic Children's Hospital. Purchase in-store today or at cariboucoffee.com. And hey, Minnesota Vikings fans, the Viking mascot Victor has lost his mustache and needs your help finding it. In his new children's book, Where's Victor's Mustache? Join him on an A to Z voyage through Minnesota as you help him find his mustache. Buy the book today at any Vikings locker room store or at vikings.com slash mustache. Hey, Viking fans, welcome back to Vikings Final Prep. And did you know that you can save time and shop online with Hy-Vee Isles Online? Now offering free pickup with orders over $30, go to islesonline.com and order today. We have spoken about our offense and the things that we are capable of doing, Chris Corso, but there is nobody that probably knows that outside of our organization better than Kyle Shanahan. He was with Kirk Cousins in Washington. He wanted Kirk Cousins in San Francisco. And this week, he spent some time speaking about a quarterback that he admires. Your admiration for Kirk Cousins has been well documented, but why did you guys click those two years in Washington? What about him? As, as a young player made such an impression on you? Um, just how efficient he was coming out of college, just watching him on film and then um, being with him for four years, knowing how talented he was as a thrower, um, but being with him for four years, just his mind and how he worked at it um, and how he understood everything that was happening, whether it was good or bad, which um, when you're like that, you know that they can learn from things. What's the most uh, outstanding thing about his development since you've left? Um, I mean, I'm, I mean, I, th- I think he's been the same. I think he's always just steadily climbed each opportunity. Every time he's gotten more opportunities, he's only gotten better. Um, I know when he's had bad games, he's always learned from them and come back and respond. So uh, I think he's just been given the right opportunity whenever he has been given the right opportunity. I think he's um, shown people he's one of the better quarterbacks in this league. That was 49ers coach Kyle Shanahan on a man he knows well, Kirk Cousins. And now let's go to that man, Kirk Cousins, the guy that everybody wants to hear about after last week's big overtime win in New Orleans. Here is Kirk Cousins on under center with Kirk Cousins speaking about his defining overtime victory. We love labels on anything in life that we associate with, uh, and a lot of people are saying that this is a career-defining victory for you. Do you feel that way? I, 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 the short answer would be I don't. I will acknowledge that winning a playoff game is a big step in the life of a pro quarterback. Okay, That was a big step yesterday. But to, to talk about defining things, look, the definition will be played out over hopefully the next several years. And it has been played out over the last several years. And uh, no one game, no one throw defines you. It's a body of work over the long haul. And I've always played for the long game. Mm-hmm. You play for the long game. And by doing that, I believe you have staying power. And when you play for one game to be your defining moment, you're a flash in the pan. And you're the guy who's on the cover of this this week. And two years later, they say, what happened to that guy? I don't want to be that guy. I want to be a guy who people say, boy, we look back at a, at a, a, um, a decade of an era of production and success and, and, and a contribution to this team and this community. 
And uh, I don't want to be a guy who was a flash in the pan and then was, you know, disappeared. That's about the best answer you could hope for from Kirk Cousins. That was him on his show with Mark Rosen, under center with Kirk Cousins. I love the fact that no matter how great this past weekend was, he understands that it is a small piece of the larger thing that they're trying to accomplish. And I love just as a whole, it feels like this team continues to have the chip on their shoulder and they continue to feel like underdogs because that's all stuff that we are going to need walking into a very difficult place against a very difficult team. Uh, how can I watch it this weekend, is your question? That's a great question. You can watch it. NBC, it's a national broadcast, obviously, because it's the playoffs. Care 11 here in the Twin Cities. Kickoff 3.35 p.m. Saturday. Play-by-play Al Michaels analyst Chris Collinsworth, sideline reporter Michelle Tafoya, but I think you should listen to it on local radio, KFAN 100.3 FM or K Talk 11.30 AM here in Minneapolis and St. Paul. Play-by-play Paul Allen, analyst Pete Bursich, sideline reporters Greg Coleman and the stupid handsome Ben Lieber, and as always, there will be a radio pregame show, Mike Musman, 1.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, and Chris, before we get out of here, give me the one thing that you're looking forward to or looking for this weekend when it comes to the Vikings getting out there and doing something special. Yeah, I want to see the Vikings establish the run. I've said this on a few shows this week. The defense of this team, the San Francisco 49ers, they thrive in stopping the pass. They're not as good in stopping the run, about 17th in the league. I want to see Dalvin Cook get established to set up the pass for Kirk Cousins. I know it's going to be a loud stadium. Kirk Cousins said that it was the loudest stadium he played in in his entire career in New Orleans. I expect the same thing in this game in San Francisco. These fans are nuts. So I want to get that running game going, get the play action established, and let's get a nice multiple offense, as Kevin Stefanski likes to say. Yeah, and my hope is just some early success. I think the 49ers are, when they get comfortable and they feel like they can take some chances and toy with you and control the game, very, very, very difficult. You don't want to be down 10, 14. Let's get out there. Let's put a score on the board early, and let's control the pace of this game. If you can do that, I think the Vikings have a shot to do something special. Uh, For myself and Chris Corso from TheVikings.com, this has been Vikings Final Prep, and enjoy the game this weekend. Yeah.